Thanks for tuning into the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Canadian events for the regular people. Hello, sir. Hey, how are you doing? Doing very good. How are you? Great. Welcome, everybody. You've got the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Another exciting uh, tale of uh, woes and pros and uh, in the big uh, northern country of Canada and things that may affect us and some things that may not but are kind of interesting to talk about anyway. And uh, here we are. We got uh, our guests tonight. Uh, there's myself, Craig. There's Paul. And uh, Todd is joining us. Uh, and we're going to have a lively discussion tonight, I'm sure. And there he is. Sorry, I'm late. Hey, no worries. Hello. Hey, how Hi. are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I figured you'd be uh, wanting to party it up tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The 60-year-old newlywed. That's <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Okay. Well, somehow it muted me. Yeah. I can understand it's, it's that AI kicking in and saying, we don't want to hear from this guy. Or it's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> you just describe me everything you wanted to do, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to laugh about, I heard um, what uh, Teresa said, make sure Todd wears something half decent. <laughs> yeah. Right. She thought you might be wearing the Canadian uh, Beacon T-shirt there. I am now. I just might. Yeah. I should just show up dressed like that. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah, so uh, here we are on uh, another lively Wednesday night. Um, this uh, I'll let you guys start it off, or uh, do you want me to start it off? It's it's up to you. How about you, Paul? You want to lead off with the something, or and we'll take well, it. From Let's talk about the extraordinary powers of the mayors of Ottawa and Toronto. Oh, yeah. The the new uh, mini countries with, yes. with little dictators. Little principalities. Yeah. Machiavelli. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, exactly. It'd be like the gods of the, the, the cities, right? They have no, they're going to be able to do all kinds of override town council votes, all kinds of things, aren't they? They're going to have the last say. Well, it's interesting because you pick some of those smaller principalities or smaller cities of St. Catharines, Welland, Niagara Falls. All of these mayors are dead set against it. Yeah. Yeah, they're all dead set against it. They say too much power and uh, too much overreaching. That uh, direct quote, I think, from Jim Diodati, like him or not, from Niagara Falls, um, he was saying the role of the mayor is more of setting the vision and having people come and trying to buy on board instead of um, being the, the, the ruler of the, like you said, the principality or kingdom. That's right. Yeah. Like the, the whole purpose of a mayor was to be that uh, tiebreaker vote of a yeah. town council and also be the figurehead for the, the city or the town. They weren't there to be uh, the, dictator or the the hammer in charge you know and uh, be that guy that uh it's like turning literally you're turning these little these areas into little like fiefdoms basically right absolutely and you know it it, it almost kind of like makes a mockery of it where they're just mocking that you're a democracy we're really not they're just creating many dictatorships and and it, it shows you where we are in politics in the world today where uh, government begets more government. They're just insulating themselves and giving themselves more jobs. Sucking from the tax base is the way I see it. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and I'm, it's, it's curious because when you really look at it, Toronto and Ottawa, okay, the, 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 pretty much the two major centers of, um, of power, really, if you want to argue with the capital of Ontario and the capital of Canada. Yeah. But when you really look at it, I would say Niagara Falls has a huge, huge power and in infrastructure right there. The amount of money that they bring in, the tourism, the notoriety, the amount of money in, in being a border city. Yeah. You, you could make an argument they're more important than Ottawa. 
Yeah, really. Well, the whole Niagara Parks Commission is one of the only uh, crown corporations that actually makes money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As compared to loses money every year. So, yeah, it's, that's that's a good point there. Plus, you got the, the benefit of the, the hydro gen electrical uh, generating plants there, the, the industry as well as the tourism, right? You could really argue that it's really uh, uh, national security. The, the, the city is national security, really. Yeah. The border crossings, the land crossing. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if, With the, if, we, if we lost the, the, the generating uh, capability of Niagara Falls, how would that affect uh, Canada and the U.S.? What do you think, Tom? Well, hydroelectric generation, I think, is about a quarter. And the majority of it, is from the Niagara area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's significant. It'd be a significant sort of loss throughout there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. Hmm. Without a doubt. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, though, you know, with this Agenda 2030 and the Smart City program and all this other bullshit, I'm going to set up this give the cities more power because the nations are going to have less power. Well, you know, you also take a look to look at the two countries that, along your point that uh, are leading the charge is Canada and, and Holland. And look where Canada is just uh, introduced. The, they're going along with the digital ID for, uh, for Canada and partnershiping with uh, Pearson airport. And the other major airport is in Amsterdam. And you're seeing, uh, was it nitrogen emissions wanting to be cut for farming? But it goes to where you were saying that, uh, what was it, a few weeks back, the WEF were also, was also having partnership with the United Nations to expedite. They're coming out on the, on the TV now, just telling you. We're expediting Agenda 2030. Wow. You know. Annual development goals. Yeah. That. Again, that's the thing, eh? We don't need nitrogen. It's uh, just a, a dangerous thing with CO2. Just a danger to us all. So what do you think about the anything uh, lately on COVID that we uh, should know about? Or, Well, you know, I, I, think it, I think COVID will eventually be replaced by some other kind of man-made disaster. That I saw a few articles being released that they're now testing major cities for uh, polio outbreak. Um, I think it's what is it? La Lassa, uh, virus uh, was unleashed on China. Thirty-five people have been confirmed with uh, Lassa. Oh yeah, and then you got the monkeypox, the first human to dog transfer, which is I'm not going to ask questions, but uh, mm. in the New England Journal of Medicine, they have the very first case in the states of um, uh, human man passing it towards his dog yeah that was in i think that was in um oh shit where was it over in europe somewhere yeah it well uh, yeah and it was the, yeah. they were studying in the new england journal of medicine don't he ask any questions about it guys don't ask any questions <laughs> the dog the dog they said the dog got it from licking them <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the peanut butter off, or what? Yeah, that's right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the old, the old peanut butter trick. The old peanut butter trick. <laughs> so I think you're just going to see more nonsense of that. I think you're going to see more of these little things roll out because they, I think it has played itself out. But they're still going to. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think COVID is done yet. I really no, don't. It's yeah. it's ripping through this area. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. All the triple vaxxed. Oh, yeah. You know what I noticed? Um, I was at the Shaw Festival down in Niagara Lake there uh, a couple of days ago. We went down, uh, I think it was, well, last Friday. And you walked into the theater, and I, I, I felt like, wow, look at all these people who live in fear. Yeah. I'll say a third of the people in there, at least, were all masked up, if not double masked. And, and it, you know, I, I just looked, I said, this is insane. 
like having these people, I, I, I said uh, to Teresa, I said, look at all the liberal voters here. Holy smokes. <laughs> all the teachers and uh, government employees. Yeah. 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 There's, um, there's a lot of masks coming back, I see. Yeah. Have, yeah. have you seen a lot down your way there, Todd? Um, when, um, I forget where I was, uh, you know, the usual in the grocery store, yeah, tire, yeah, hardware, All probably right. down here, maybe one out of 10, All one right. out of 20. It, it's so insane. I was actually at physio today and my physiotherapist was wearing a mask. Was he? Yeah. What a dumb man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah amazing yeah i just teasing you there, some buddy. people some people i don't know i just I teasing know. you i'm teasing you but you know what you're right there's a sector of the population the government's already done their damage to yeah these people are lifers that doesn't matter um what the government says now reports are coming out that uh, i don't know if you guys saw about covid that pretty much the double or triple vaxxed um, people, there's no difference now. The CDC has n has no differentiation between vaccinated or unvaccinated, except for the delineation that people who are double and triple vaxxed take longer to recover after COVID than the unvaxxed. That's the only delineation. So I, I, to go to Todd's point from earlier podcast, I think you're going to start seeing people start to take to the streets and start being, you lied to us, uh, wanting yeah. answers. Yeah, you son of a bitches. Yeah. Or, I, or Todd, you can say it best. Son of a bitch. You got to add the first part. Goddamn son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the wife had an interesting discussion. Well, it was a short discussion with someone that she, yeah, uh, she was relating to this person that uh, you know we've had another outbreak. This is everybody on this part of the streets got COVID, and this person then responded and said, "Oh well, that's okay. I just got my booster." <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Oh boy, she's gonna be pissed if she gets it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like a. So I think that's where the where the unrest and where everything is going to dissension is going to come is that people are going to start beating down the doors. I think that's what's going to come down. Well, I um, we've been in the process of talking with people over the last few weeks, and I know pretty much everyone that has been vaccinated said that's it, no more, no more. Yeah. They, yeah. they they're, they're fed up with the whole thing. People are fed up. Enough of this. Uh, the whole credibility of the vaccination has gone out the window uh, since they've been caught lying about it, and and uh, you know that that the whole way they promoted it, the whole way they tried to force it down everybody's throat, right? Yeah. Well, Stats Canada kind of proves it out too. What is it? People that are uh, double vaxxed and uh, double boosted. Is only what just over ten and a half percent. So there's a whole lot of people that are very skeptical. Well, and yeah. I think the biggest um, next to the politician in particular that pushed this, and um, the media that has been a uh, enabling this lie to continue. Um, you know, it, there's no coincidence about their $600 million tax break. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. I'm going to vote for whoever the hell promises to end that. And it better, yeah. be, a concrete, it better be a concrete fucking promise. Promise. Yeah. As, as yeah. I said, because that is the biggest problem here is let them die. Let the media die. Yeah. Let them wither on the vine, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know it's it's like the old thing, you know, free enterprise. If that's allowed to reign, you'll have your news agencies that survive and and carry on that uh, and prosper. Whereas all these other ones that are being supported by the government, um, 
they are necessary in the first place, right? Free yeah. market. That six hundred million doesn't even count the one point five billion that the CBC black hole gets. Wow. I didn't tell you that. I just got a, a check from uh, the federal government for one point two billion for our podcast, and I just wanted to recommend everybody get out there and get their third and fourth boosters. This is brought to you by Pfizer. This is brought to you by Pfizer and the Canadian government. Thank you. I think this would be a, um, a good time too for me to announce that I'm planning on transition transitioning. Yeah, to what? <laughs> All the podcast. Eighteen year old boy. <laughs> you gonna become a man? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't resist that. I just got a sideways look. I think we have a live audience. We have a live audience. A live audience. At, uh... Somebody no. just said it wouldn't be much of a transition. <laughs> what to, to becoming a man? Someone in the live studio audience. Oh, jeez. That should just go make me a sandwich right now. Yeah, make me a sandwich. Ooh. Ooh. I'm just eating your leftovers. Okay, now it's just eat my leftovers. Okay. Yep. Just so eat your vegetables right in front of you and get it done. Yeah. Well, it it is. I mean, we could joke about it, but absolutely over two billion dollars. Two billion into these rags. And, um, you know, just, you know, adapt or die. That's right. And and part of the reason they need that, like nobody, what they say, like who watches CBC, it's like 1.5% of the population or something like that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing with the CBC, it used to be the only uh medium or that was available right yeah back in 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 its day early in its day it was if you didn't have the cbc you had nothing there was nothing else yeah Uh, because of the crtc was so restrictive to allowing licensing and everything else in the canadian content and then they started allowing other uh um, companies to create broadcasting uh, again canadian content and all that kind of crap but CDC, CBC still relies uh, on that old school thinking that we're the first, we're, we're, so we should be supported by the government because what the poor Inuit up in uh, Baffin Bay aren't going to be able to see or watch or anything. No, but yeah. they have their own network now. What's that? They have, they have their own network now. The APTN, yeah. Yeah. So... And I'd watch that before I'd watch the CBC. I, I think it goes to the same thing what you heard on CNN, where CNN was only listen to the news that we tell you. Everything else is fake news. Every, we will tell you what to think, what to see, um, and what is real in the world. And you've got that kind of propped up with, uh, what is it, C11, where it's talking about fake news and disinformation. And they're going to be monitors of the internet and the live streaming and everything else. That's and, and, the only thing keeping CBC alive. Yeah. And this is the and this is the network that when the Chucker protest happened, they said money was coming from Russia. Yeah. It was probably it was probably because of my wife when she donated in the name of Vladimir Putin. That was probably what did it. And they uh, they actually did. You know, the only network Canadian network I ever liked. And it's gone now. Is SCTV? Now they were funny. Yes. Yeah, the old SCT crew. Um, as CBC goes, there's a couple of series that weren't too bad over the years, like uh, um, that one, um, Shit's Creek, uh, was a uh, interesting series. Uh, there was also uh, what was that other? Uh, Mr. D or something. Yeah, like Mr. That. D. Yeah, that was Mr. D. They uh, lived Trailer Park Boys and all that kind of stuff. Isn't it Trailer yeah. Park Boys? It wasn't. That wasn't funded by the CBC. No. Oh, okay. And you know, there's a really good show that I personally enjoy too because I like the historical kind of part of it. Is uh, Murdoch Mysteries, right? Oh yeah. And I, I had a conversation with some 
diehard liberal about going on. That's that's why you need the CBC because you know you get programming like that. No, the 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 the, the um, companies that make all these shows are independent production companies, and then the CBC decides to buy the program. That's right. Yeah, they do shit. I've been on the set of that uh, Murdoch Mysteries. It's in Hamilton. There's a big warehouse in Hamilton, right downtown Hamilton. Oh yeah, where they film a lot of their their stuff, and it's all it's kind of interesting. I, I was there on a ghost hunt one time. Oh yeah, and it was it was pretty interesting. Didn't see any ghosts, but uh, got to see all the old uh, like the sets and everything else from the the TV show, and it was kind of cool. Yeah, it's oh. it's to me it's a well well done. I mean, they they slip in a little bit of political correctness here and there and things like that, but yeah, they really. And they, they kind of fantasize, too, where they brush with historical characters. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and it, to me, it's, 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 it's enjoyable TV. I don't take it too seriously. But, again, that's just an independent production company that is, sells their product. That's right. Yeah. And the TBC just happens to put it on their network. That's right. Yeah, the only thing quality of CBC I've ever seen was when they do the Olympics. They're yeah. not there. They just can't help it. It's and the, they're really they doing do the Olympics. They're, the they're, on. they're feeding off the feed of uh, of uh, ABC and uh, NBC and oh, all those other CBs, whatever US mm-hmm. yeah. groups, right? Yeah. yeah, and the news the news is absolutely terrible. Goal. It's just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let's say it's just uh, CBC uh, drown it. Yep. Cut it loose. Yeah. I would just or, say, or, or remove their uh their news agency out of it. Yeah. I would I what I would do is if if I had the choice or the ability to make the decision, I would say, okay, we're cutting your funding down to a hundred million dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> make it work. Make it work or shut yeah. her down. Yeah. That's uh, that. That's the amount of money they give out in in a single uh, vice president's bonus, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, Probably. quite a bit. Probably. Well, did you did you guys see in the news today that uh, Christina Freeland, our deputy uh, prime minister and uh, finance minister, she ended up releasing, I believe, it was six hundred fifty million dollars in loans to the Ukraine, never to get it back, but yeah. We're loaning money out to help with heating oil for the upcoming cold, dark winter. That's right. And, and now that, that brings our commitment to $1.95 billion. Wow. And the Ukes, and all they're going to do is buy buy the oil and heating stuff, heating oil from the Russians. From the Russians. <laughs> Belarusians. From the, they're from the Russians, yeah. Just through just Belarus, look, yeah. Just looking at that. Okay. She is definitely in a conflict of interest. Oh, definitely. Ukrainian, Ukrainian descent, owning an apartment in Kiev. Yep. Or Kiev. Kiev. Um, like, hey, it would be like me um, on the Scottish side of my family deciding that I want to fund uh, the area of Scotland uh, where my ancestors came from. Yeah, the, the Scotland independence uh, movement. Exactly. Let's attack England. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's just, yeah, everyone's just kind of, well, whatever. Well, and don't forget, she's also the secretary, uh, what, what is it, the secretary in charge of the World Economic Forum, too. Don't forget that title. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's Klaus Schwab's fart catcher. Yep. Oh yeah, can't serve yep. two masters, right? No, mm-hmm. and she's got to be the dumbest, most yeah. inarticulate moron out of a collection of morons. Have you ever heard her speak? Yeah, yeah. really. Listen, I to would me. love. Can you imagine a debate between Kamala Harris and her? <laughs> oh yeah, straight up. That would be kind that of that would be that would be hard to sit in that room without a smile on your face. Yeah, yeah. I think probably roll in the corners and play of crayons. Yeah. <laughs> but but I think um, the liberal government 
is going to have its hands full south of the border. Come oh November. yeah, come come November, right? Or in the, the, the midterms. Oh yeah, I can't Liz, wait for that. Liz Cheney just got a dump. Like, how many points did she get beaten by? Thirty-seven percent. She Jeez. even when Democrats in Wyoming were encouraging Democrats to go out and vote for her. She still lost. She still lost. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think that's a perfect track record now. Everyone who who bet who bet and voted against Trump, isn't it? I can't. Oh. I don't know of anyone else who got a, got elected. Yeah, it's it's very high. I know that it's like running about nine, at least ninety plus percent. Yeah, and if Trump uh, got endorsed them. They won. Yeah. This these incumbents. There's at least ten of them in the House of Representatives that were pro um, impeachment. Are mm-hmm. are, are gone? Done. Yep. Are done. They, they will be gone in November. Yeah, like it's just an about, absolute slaughter of the rhino. That what's his name? There is a Kerry or no? Who's John that? Kerry? No, who's the one that was a presidential candidate the one time? That's Kerry. a Republican. That's a rhino. Oh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. What about him? Did is he? Uh, he, or is he not open for this uh, midterms? He's probably got a got his yeah. mandate for the, right till the end, right? Yeah, Mittens is still. Um, yeah, you don't think he's up for uh, re-election in the midterms? What's but, his name? Pierre Deflecto. <laughs> Did you, you guys hear that? No, what's he, that? Yeah, he went on social media under Pierre Deflecto, and he was chirping in against his uh, people going against him. That was his oh. alter ego. Oh yeah, he got caught with it. Pierre Deflecto. Well, it, um, yeah. what's his name? That friggin' hunchback, uh, former Comey, the head of the FBI, did the same thing. Yeah, he had a he had an alias um, on his uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, he he, he uh, had an idol, which was this um, German. Uh, philosopher priest that was basically a communist and he had it under his name so yeah these guys are just a total collection of clowns do you hear too that peter struck is rearing his ugly head i think he's on cnn now they have him on cnn to actually comment on he's actually commenting on the um search warrant issued for yeah marlogo well, now that's really unbiased, right? And yeah, really. That's ironic. Objective reporting. They, well, that's the same. That's the same news organization that wanted to um, do Stormy Stormy Daniels' lawyer and, and was pushing him towards being a president until he got convicted of a couple felonies. Yeah. Who was that guy? Oh, that guy was just this. Like, see, a snake oil salesman. Yeah. yeah. Like stuff like that's happening in Canada too. As we, I, I'll bring that up later. But um, what I was trying to like to get at too is that come November, the Liberals in Canada are going to be facing a hostile government south of us. Yeah, very hostile. Like I mean, seriously hostile. Yeah, like, the borders, um, you know, sanctions, the whole works. You think that bad, eh? Yeah. Now, there's a lot, there's a few question marks first because one, um, how will the election actually go in the United States? Um, Like, will it be, you know, cheating uh, this election as well? I think the Republicans are really on a grassroots level. They're actually having parties where they they sit outside uh, these ballot boxes, the mail-in ballot things. Oh yeah. So, you know that's you know whether or not they can the Democrats can pull that off again. Um, the other thing is um, how will this uh, search warrant thing go against Trump? Will they just try and indict him on some bullshit charges well, uh, in order to reduce his eligibility to run in twenty twenty four? Yeah, 
Now, there's it's kind of funny um, uh, regarding the, that search warrant. They're trying to get uh, Trump is trying to get the the details or the information to obtain the search warrant to be uh, revealed, right? And mm-hmm. to establish their grounds, their reasonable grounds to believe what they did in order to obtain that warrant. Now, what's interesting about it, there's one uh, preposition saying that they actually went in there with a, 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 pardon the expression, a trumped up warrant for the purpose of finding evidence for their January 6th uh, conspiracy theory. Um, And that's why they did the search warrant. When they did... um, when they do a search warrant, they have to give out uh, more or less like a receipt of what they take from the property, right? And when they do that, it's it's called a return to a justice, basically, that they have to to complete, or in the similar thing in the states, they got to do a return. Plus, they have to give a receipt to the 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 person who the warrant was against. And what they do is they list their the the killer type stuff that they get on this subject on the top lines mm-hmm. of the search warrant of the return, like uh, could be uh, like, for example, uh, codes to nuclear arsenal item. Number one seized, right? Uh, you know, what's that? Melania's panties. Yeah. Melania's panties. Number two. So anyways, what they did, the top line was a copy of uh, the one guy's um, pardon. Was Roger, the top Stone. Line. Roger Stone, yeah. Yeah, that was their, 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 the most heaviest detail that they could find that they could list on the, the return. So they got nothing, absolutely nothing. Because that was already published, probably. Yeah, it was already published in the papers, everything else. So they actually have nothing to go on uh, for the purposes of the warrant. So they're going to be in a heck of a problem if the the reasonable, like if they can get the the information uh, released to the press on the on the information to obtain the warrant. That would be very very interesting. That that'll reveal a lot and show that it is either a fishing fishing uh, trip that they're trying to do on uh, the Trump organization or, or against Trump, or was it uh, a valid, you know, what, how valid was the warrant in the first place? And then oh, there's also some uh, questions that saying that the FBI didn't hear do that. They did it by verbal over, over the phone to the, the judge without filling out any warrant documents. This is just this is just so freaking. And if they they did that, it's a huge thing against the violation of the constitutional rights. Yeah, I well, think I think they lost the moment they showed up at the door. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, don't they have fourteen signed affidavits by FBI agents? That's correct. That 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 there, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fourteen whistleblowers out of the the group that was there. So yeah, I think I think. Um, there's one of two possibilities I'm leaning towards is one, they're realizing the January 6th thing is not going anywhere and they can't make anything stick. Or this was a fishing expedition to find out what Trump knows with regards to tactics and things like that in 2024. Yeah. Mm. And all they found out was she wears a size small. I got told to that. <laughs> you get a Ferrari in the dump truck next to the current uh, first lady and the yeah. old first lady. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, I, I, I just, I just, they just keep shooting themselves in the foot. Like, I, are, are they, do they? Like, I always say, do they have some sort of ulterior plan that we're not going, we're not going to see? Or are they just that out of touch and stupid and bumbling? Yeah, they're 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 grasping at straws in many cases, but uh, you can never, you know, they they are they, 
they could be using some intelligence. They've they've done well in the past, right? On their scheming, and they have been successful. So it's it's tough to say. Like, whose idea was this this raid? Like, where did that come from? And and what did they did they think long term what the goal would be? <laughs> and in conclusion, I couldn't bring up that point you brought up. That was amazing. Uh, that point you brought up, Paul, I don't think in the history of uh, the Canadian Beacon that we've ever had a point so uh, precise that could describe what you just said. Well, I really do think Todd really does like Teresa Tam and uh, Christina Freeland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's what you guys say when I'm not in the podcast. (laughs) That's right, yeah. Yeah. I tell you, every time one of you guys are missing from the podcast, it, it becomes some very creative editing. This, yeah. This, this, yeah. Everybody from being slammed, you know? Yeah. 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 So anyways, what was I saying? Uh, back to the, the warrant stuff, right? Um, and the ramifications, it's it's just incredible uh, what could happen um, with regards to the, you know, the constitutionality of it and also the prevention they could like you can see already there's been several attacks against fbi buildings mm-hmm. and offices already yeah. how many people have been shot and killed already at least Seven. one guy has been shot and killed yeah at least one yeah another guy uh arrested so what is, is going to happen if they follow through and, and and indict him yeah oh you could lead him away in uh, handcuffs can you imagine yeah release the dogs of war right yeah yeah i um i i pay attention to this american facebook page which is just turned into a cesspool of democrats and republicans just slagging each other oh yeah the the democrats are just rolling with glee right now at this they actually think something's gonna happen um uh, and then the Republicans are just un, uh, incredulous that this actually has happened. And they are just they are just ready to go at each other like you wouldn't believe. Oh, yeah. they, they, someone just has to light the spark. The whole floor is covered in gasoline. Everyone's holding torches. They're just ready to go at each other. Like you say, when this thing happens and one guy tries to get into the FBI headquarters wearing body armor. And uh, can, can you imagine how this is going to get worse? Like, no. they, and, and then you ask yourself, are they enti- in, 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 uh, trying to entice this? Are they desperate, so desperate they, they would do something this stupid? Or are they that confident they're in control that they can do it? Yeah. Well, you know, it's odd. You know, I, I think that uh, you have January 6th to answer your question. You actually have Capitol Hill police opening the doors to let people in to hopefully something goes wrong. And now for another flatter of story to ponder. You mustn't have that telephone where they can, the president can communicate to the people standing on the moon where it's instantaneous back in 1969. That actually really did happen, right? What's that? The, the actual moon landing? Yeah, something like that. 5G network system, you still can't make a phone call next to water. But that, that we definitely talked with a hard line to the moon. We did. Yeah. Well, it was a satellite, right? <laughs> it was very much a satellite, yes. Yeah, that's it. They bounced the signal off the dome of the Earth and, uh, created, uh, and created the voice coming back. We all know that. That's right. It's off the... From the flat earth, right? Well, definitely flat earth. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. the Saltville, uh, the Bonneville salt flats are really, really curvy. <laughs> oh, there's a gentle curve. Come on. Very gentle curve. So gentle, you don't even notice that it's there. Maybe it's a hill. <laughs> they do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. But I, I think that Democrats have got to be the most blissfully stupid people in the face of the earth. They literally think he's going to jail. 
Yeah. They will burn the country down before he sets foot in a prison cell where the FBI, the incompetent FBI that really hasn't done a whole heck of a lot of anything. They have Hunter Biden's laptop. And up until that point, up until they had the Trump distraction, mainstream media was even starting to report on what's going on with the Biden connection to this and that. And now that's all been dropped in that news cycle to look at Trump, look at Trump. He's never going to jail. I don't know how those Democrats can see that. Can't see that. Well, they can try. They have the, I mean, they're the ones, they're controlling the guns right now. Um, Someone, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and a Canadian one, and the guy made a really good point about the judiciary and everything is like, well, they can make any laws they want. They appoint the judges and they control the guns. Yeah. Because he was commenting on something stupid that happened in Canada. Have you heard of this Romana? Her Majesty Queen Romana Dudulio, the commander in chief of the Kingdom of Canada? Oh, nope. She's this clown from out west. Romana Dudulo. And she has like a hundred, over a hundred thousand Twitter followers. Oh, yeah. She's declared herself the queen and commander chief of the kingdom of Canada. And they were recently in Peterborough trying to arrest the police. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that okay, part of it? That sounds good. And her com- the comment in the podcast is, how the fuck do you expect to arrest the police when they have the guns? Yeah. <laughs> Call the police to arrest the police. Where do you think that's going to go? And that's basically it. he was playing the video and basically the police, you know, um, body slammed a bunch of them and arrested them. But <laughs> they're in charge. Like, yeah. you know, the only way is to get them out of power. And that's not the way to do it. But, um, you know, to back to the United States. Well, yeah, they can do it because they've got the guns. Now, if the the Republicans take the Senate and take the the House, come November, um, they could impeach the Attorney General, the uh, the head of the Correct. FBI, yeah. right, and all these other people, and and have them basically turfed out. Um. That could help them out a little bit, I, I think, but that would be a good start anyway. And they could also uh, impeach uh, good old Biden and Camilla at the same time. But yeah. then uh, that would leave the Speaker of the House, which could be a Republican by then, uh, yeah, yeah. to take charge, right? And I, mean, I think that's the way it's going to go. Following yeah. some sort of catastrophe or massive cheating. Um this is really going to get ugly. Yeah. So you, you think the same thing that that Camilla and and Biden will be uh, impeached and then the Speaker of the House, who will be at that time a Republican, will take over the, the presidency? Um, that's a that's an interesting uh, uh, theory because yeah. um, people think. You know, when when the 2020 election happened, the Republicans in the Congress and the Senate could have put up a much bigger fight, but they didn't because most of them are just rhinos, Republicans in name only. Their adherence to the Team A, Team B thing is that they have more in common with the Democrats than they do with um, their own uh, the people they represent. Yeah. This is a whole different kettle of fish running in in November for the Republican Party. This is a magna situation. Yes. And they this time. They're not going to play fair. They're going to play as down and dirty as the Democrats. And they will set they want to settle the score. And I think the Civil War is going to start in the legislatures. Yeah. And um, we'll see what happens between the uh, the executive branches, the the presidency, and then the legislative branches are the um, wait. There's the judicial, 
the um, executive and the legislative branch. Yeah. I think the Senate's the judicial, correct? Yeah, it was their three branches, right? Yeah. yeah. And the Republicans, the MAGA Republicans will control too. Yeah. But do you think that there might be something if that if that does happen? Is there powers that the president can install like a, a national like emergency youth authorization in Canada here where he can just grant himself unlimited, unfettered power? Um, he can try. Yeah, he could try. But if he's been peached, you know, they could they, literally they could take him out at the point of a gun. Yeah, like at that point, every single uh, like FBI agent, CIA, judge, um, sheriff, the other the governors, the things like that are going to have to choose a side. Yeah. And, you know, probably what's going to happen is the coasts are going to take the side of the president. And the, the heartland of the country will strongly uh, go with the Republican side. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens there. And the military, I mean, the Marine Corps... It's probably right now being stopped from wash, marching on Washington. Um, the Army and the the Navy, well, who knows? They probably are, you know, there's a, a little, probably a majority on the Republican side, but there's still... The Marine Corps is technically under the direct uh, control of the president, eh? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, but... You know, if 90% of the Marines are Republicans, I don't think there'll be uh, much of a uh, much of about them obeying any orders <laughs> from from him anyway. Well, and a lot of the um, you'll probably find, as usual, probably in most armed forces, a lot of the left leaning people are probably the the technical, right. not the sharp, not the sharp point, the sharp end. Yeah. Um, which is not <laughs> not really what you want if you're in the civil war and you want on your side. Yeah, you exactly. The, the 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 life takers. You want you side. want to, you want the pointy end of the stick on your side. Yes, yeah. correct. But yeah. also, don't forget too, they got 13 million re like uh, retired vets too. Oh that, yeah. Uh, have, uh, that's the game changer there. When you said they have all the guns, I don't know. I I would I would go with. I don't know too many vets that don't like Donald Trump. Yeah. Or the mega crowd. So yeah. all you got to do is call them up and they out, out gun every police service that you have in, in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. The skilled yeah. Tech te technicians of uh, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. So, and so the stuff we're theorizing about, speculating about, I'm quite sure that under the Democratic slash globalist leadership, there, no doubt, someone's discussing that too. So the question is, how? What is their plan to counteract that? I yeah. think personally, globally, on this flat Earth, that we uh, <laughs> that 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 is the main stumbling block is America, with the amount of guns that they have and the the, the freedom that each uh, American. And now for another flat Earth story to ponder believes he or she has i think that is a stumbling block where there's so many guns so much ammunition how do you overcome that because urban warfare uh, i give it to the patriots i don't give it to military yeah you just have to look at uh Fajula in iraq mm -hmm. um that was a total shit show the americans basically iraq is almost like a parking lot it's so flat you know there isn't a lot of terrain to worry about and they could barely have what they had what 350,000 troops there at one time. Yeah. The U S did. Yeah. 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 And they, and they could basically only were under control of where their feet were. Yeah. And 
you know, Afghanistan was just a losing battle, like it always has been, like what they call it the graveyard and, of the empire. And Biden uh, donated $95 billion of military equipment to the Taliban. Yeah, did you see they just recently had a parade to mark the one-year anniversary of that event? No, I didn't. I saw that. Yeah, they, were, they drove around the old American embassy with all their equipment. Oh. Talk about the big middle finger, eh? Yeah, probably had a few overflies with all their aircraft. Yeah, yeah. I I just think like it, like I agree with Paul is that uh, the patriots the patriots are going to take that out, and 90 percent of the left reside in the cities, and would be very easy to contain. You just seal them, seal the exits. Yeah. Let them rot on the boat. Yeah. And well, they uh, destroyed themselves during the summer of love in Seattle, there, where the mayor of Seattle welcomed them there. And then there was what, three people dead, five people shot, garbage everywhere, yeah. and Black Plague running rampant almost. Yeah. 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 It's just they, the, the left can break stuff, but they can't organize and they can't run anything. Yeah. I mean, I saw. Remember that in uh, I don't know. I think it was Portland or Seattle where they, what did they call that area? Yeah, um, Chaz. Chaz. Yeah. Chaz. 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 Something a non-autonomous zone, and they tried to plant the garden. (laughs) Couldn't even plant a fucking garden. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't even know like. And then it, it it got destroyed in a couple of days. Some yeah, it was like, oh my god! People couldn't understand why there were no plants, or they didn't realize they have to take a little, a little while to grow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like fruit. <laughs> but getting back to Canada too, like if it, whatever happens in the states, if there's a peaceful transition from the Democrats, to the Republicans, that's going to be really bad for the government, the government. If there isn't a peaceful transition and it, you know, goes down to civil war, it's going to be even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you know what? I'm sorry, but let's say someone wants to uh, deal some rebel forces want to deal with um, something along the border in Canada. Well, guess what? They're just going to ro- walk right through the CBSA uh, uh, yeah, dudes. Not, that's right? not going to stop them. No. no. And well, the- there is no military to stop the Canadian military to stop them either. No. What military you have has no ammunition. or, that's or, right. or No or, ammunition, no uh, current equipment. Yeah. Like you were saying is a, a, a quota, an infantry officer says they like to fight early in the morning, the Canadian Army. Because if it doesn't go well, they haven't wasted the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Well, did you guys see that uh, the, the headlines? Maybe folks, uh, I think it was on Saturday, Saturday morning or Friday night. The Mexican cartel has waged war against the United States. Did you see that? No, no. I didn't see that. They were using, they don't know if it was rocket-propelled grenades or else just straight-up bombs, and they were t- uh, doing uh, targeting Tijuana, Mexicali, and uh, Tecante along the borderline. And uh, the U.S. consulate actually list, uh, sent out a wire saying that all U.S. nationals are to stay in place, and there will be a, uh, figuring out a, a plan of rescue if needed. Wow. Because the earlier week... I don't know the exact thing that Joe Biden said, but he made reference to the Sinaloa cartel of um, El Chapo being in the federal prison uh, security max in Colorado and uh, a crackdown along the southern border from all of that. But because um, because the, the, the governors of, I believe, Texas and Arizona were kicking up again about building up the wall and finishing pieces of wall. So he made a comment about that. And now it was uh, along the bow, uh, was it Baja Peninsula? Did you guys yeah. see? Did you see the one in the governor? I think it's Arizona was using sea cans, stacking them up along the border. Yeah. Two or three high, right? Yes. Yeah. And welding them shot. 
That's one way of doing it. I, I was watching, uh, there's a newscast, uh, one of the cartels, 60 of them, um, took on uh, 15 Mexican Marines. And uh, and the Mexican Marines were able to uh, um, win. <laughs> I'll put it that way. They don't take too many prisoners, I guess, but... No. No. Yeah, it's probably... Uh, well, I mean, if you're a police officer or a member of the armed forces, um, you know... If you lose, you die, right? You lose, you die, right? Yeah. Like they say, they either bury you in gold or bury you in lead. Yep. Yep. Yeah, interesting times, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, go ahead, Todd. Well, I was just going to say, too, that if it goes wrong for the left down there and um, they start, they'll start fleeing over the border. And, you know, our, our government will be sympathetic to them. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're a country of 37 million. How many, you know, 1 million, 2 million refugees? Like, and we won't want them over here because they're all left wing nut bars. Yeah, that's right. We, we have, we it's have. settled in Ontario. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. In Toronto. BC. BC or Ontario, yeah. Yeah, in Toronto or Vancouver. Yeah. So imagine the, well, I mean, that happened in um, the Afghan war back in the 79, 80, is the millions of refugees that poured over the border into Pakistan really ha- uh, destabilized that country. Yeah, where the enemy is from within. Yeah. So can, you can imagine um, how that uh, is going to affect Canada. So we're a Canadian uh, podcast, but I'm telling you, what's going on south of the border is going to affect us deeply in the next few months. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It was interesting. I saw I saw a tweet that Elon Musk just posted this morning, and um, he, he's, he doesn't mind being controversial. He was saying that he 100 wholeheartedly supports the left wing of the Republican Party and 100% supports the right wing of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And then underneath it, he followed up, and I'm buying uh, Manchester United soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of truth into that, though. There, there is no moderate. There is no centrist. No. Because the, 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 the idea of concession and cooperation and compromise yeah you know and like myself i don't want the pendulum to swing all the way back over to the right i mean there was no such thing as the good old days right i mean there's some things that we've progressed on yeah you know by the left pushing 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 and it gets past people's levels of tolerance well they're going to react the opposite way. And we need some, we need to sit down and find out what we can all work with that makes everyone happy or accept everyone can accept. Like I don't mind paying taxes. I don't mind helping people out with their health care. but you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, It's gone too far where it's just basically unlimited taxation, throwing money all over the world, to countries that we I don't give a shit about. Sorry, right. but you know what? true. You shit in your own country, you work it out. That's right. Well, you know, wealthy countries that give the taxation, uh, uh, their the, the citizens they give away their tax base to uh, poor countries, but it only ends up in the pockets of the rich people in the poor countries. That's right, and that further propagates the, the right. yeah the, the migration of. Uh, like, like you don't see really doctors, uh, engineers, mathematicians jumping over barbed wire to get here. We're not getting the very best of the best. Well, and the thing too is this this foreign aid shit. Like Craig, yeah. you brought up the other week about the Ukrainians being caught at the border trying to sell the Russians their own military equipment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The same thing with foreign aid. How much yeah. kickback is going to the political? <laughs> the politicians and and, and uh, eventually into the pocket of that politician. That's right. 
Like, well, I you think look- these countries are are dying on Ukraine Hill because that's the number one money laundering place. Yeah. Yeah. But. Oh well. Yeah, world of corruption, eh? Yeah. I think next uh, podcast, one of the subjects uh, I think we should talk about is uh, euthanasia. Mm. Uh, There's a lot of information. Canada is becoming the world's uh, uh, euthanasia capital now, I guess. And we'll save that for next week. And uh, that'll give you a reason to tune in for our next uh, episode of the Canadian Beacon podcast. So thanks for joining us tonight. And we look forward to talking again next week. Cheers, everyone.